0: Hi, this is Dustin's mom, and I've never listened to None Taken. Alan. Mm. I, uh, I've got a question to just ask you. Oh, please. Okay. I uh, love it when you just ask me a question. Yeah, I'm just asking questions.
1: Just asking a question.
0: Uh, You know that whole Malcolm Gladwell thing about 10,000 hours?
1: To make, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. To make like a habit or to... To be an expert. To be an expert. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he clarifies in shorthand, it's 10,000 hours of practice. It's something to be an expert. But he felt he was a little critiqued about it. And he responded, well, I mean, like expert practice, not like dilly dallying. My taekwondo instructor used to always say perfect practice makes perfect, not practice. Bad Mm -hmm. practice doesn't help. Um, and right. duh, right? Like right. no shit. Totally like, why sense. do we have to clarify that? <laughs> like, don't practice doing it wrong. Yeah, that like, help. I mean, there's a phase at the beginning where you suck at anything, but like once right. you don't suck anymore, no bad practice is bad for you. <laughs> okay. That's Alan. <laughs> you yes. know what? Sure. Okay. Keep that in mind. Actually with that in mind, do you think that at this point, most of us that are above the age of say like 25 mm-hmm. are probably experts at texting and or drinking and driving. <laughs> you don't have to answer that do you want to bring in your uh, twin that sounds and talks just like you yeah, okay. yeah.
1: uh, yes 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 <laughs> know,
0: right like it's like yeah. come on man like I get it when we were all noobs at this but like I've put in the time I'm gonna crash my car tomorrow and everyone's gonna just assume I was texting <laughs> should we hit record yeah one two three still don't have an intro for this yes. all right, you ready I am ready Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show?
1: Let's start a show.
0: That podcast is filling your head with garbage. I got away, so I just got it. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. Got on the Please, I just out the maids. Welcome to None Taken. Friday edition. Headline show. I am so headline show. I am so excited <laughs> for what we've got in store on these headlines. Uh, we got some stuff towards the end that's got interesting tech angle about um, actually it's related to that question i just asked you uh, i didn't even realize until i was scanning over it now yeah, we got a good show uh i decided to split up our like u.s and world into january 6th and u.s and world because there's ah. a lot that's happened this week in that department right but since i have no other way to end this <laughs> let's get into our headlines
1: let's get into the headlines.
0: See, I keep the music fading down anyways as a punishment so that I have to keep this in. Oh, I like it. Because I can't edit that out. This is happening. This is going in the recording and I'm doing this it to is, myself so that I fucking write capsule. something for the Friday shows. <laughs> <laughs> it takes one minute to write an intro. <laughs> All right. Well, we're here. You're here. We're queer. We're not going to skiing.
1: Dustin is self-flagellating over there.
0: <sighs> That's f- flatulating.
1: Flagellating, Okay, oh, that's different.
0: Okay. Different. Well, I I got a question for that actually for later. Okay, it cool. Remind me of the fl- self flagellating
1: <laughs> Am I? Uh, who, yeah. Who's why don't you start
0: here? this climate change seg- uh, segment? You got the first one.
1: All right. Over 190 nations agreed to the Glasgow. Is it Glasgow? Yeah,
0: nailed yeah. it. Sure. Glasgow. Oh, climate,
1: climate pact on Saturday, concluding the COP 26 climate summit after two weeks of talks. Does COP 26 kind of trigger you a little bit? Dep- I mean, we-
0: every time. <laughs>
1: The deal is the first to explicitly call for the reduction of coal, but the language was weakened from phase out to phase down in last-minute negotiations. It feels like a lot of it was sort of phased down uh, yeah, throughout the, the negotiations. the proposed
0: resolution was promising, sort of.
1: Yeah. I think that's why you had people like Greta outside saying, fuck you guys, <laughs> uh, which makes perfect sense. It, I mean, it, it's, it's probably... It, Seems to be too little, and clearly seems to be too late. If this is the best we can do, so yeah. not 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 a really good outcome here.
0: Did you read this part and I missed it? That the U.S. and China, no. okay, so U.S. and China issued a joint declaration at COP 26, vowing to increase cooperation on climate change over the next decade. The pledge was uh, unexpected. So it's kind of very
1: very unexpected yeah Uh, like to say unexpected almost feels like not doing it justice Uh, this came out of nowhere i don't i don't think anybody saw this coming uh so when when Xi and biden came out and said look this is what we're gonna do it it was i mean that, that at least is promising so
0: yeah so they're gonna agree to reduce greenhouse gas emissions uh it's the first time that china is gonna agree to crack down on methane emissions so
1: yeah which is better than you know testing hypersonic nuclear missiles. It <laughs> they seems can do, like an improvement. They
0: can walk and chew gum. Yeah. Uh, you want to do this first one in the COVID chunk?
1: Yeah. Average daily new COVID-19 cases in the U.S. have leveled off at 74,000, around there, appearing to plateau since late, late October after weeks of declines. 74K is a 23% increase from two weeks ago. Hospitalizations and deaths are not ticking up, although lagging indicators... Um, uh, lagging indicators. Um, I, you know what?
0: I was so confident. You were, I'm like, he's got it. Yeah. Although, <laughs> although they're lagging indicators. All
1: oh, right. I, I would also point out that you are seeing some issues with hospital capacity, not because there's so many people sick, but because hospitals are having trouble just staffing. Generally mm-hmm. speaking, um, and that's the result of you know people in that. Um, you know, in the medical community, just being burnt out over the last year and a half of what their lives have been like. It's also about people that, you know, refusing to be vaccinated. And and so therefore not being in compliant with the, the rules for the, allow them to keep their jobs. Um, So that's an issue as
0: well that we're seeing. When you look at the heat map in the U S it's relatively low. Cases of COVID in the mid South and South. And it's I kinda say
1: South Dakota's kind of pretty
0: bad, I think yeah, the and like yeah. the midwest, uh but like if you kind of make an arc between, and don't we always don't we often <laughs> if you make an arc between I'm always arcing like Maryland all uh like kind of through Kentucky, like like cutting through Kentucky diagonally across like our Kansas down into <laughs> Texas, you see like everything sort of what north and north and and west from there is starting to get red uh like oklahoma and, and those states so yeah it's even
1: though it is an increase it's an increase off of a relatively low baseline so it's not like we're not looking at you know what we're looking at you know say a year ago nine months ago and where we had those kind of surges that were just off the charts yeah but it is certain. hitting
0: that pattern you were talking about where it's it's more like every four to five months it seems to spike back up like yeah and, and we're, we're due for it and it's going to hit in the middle of winter so we'll see that is that is what kind of everybody's anticipating.
1: um I would still say flu season doesn't seem to be here cold season but like I'm just it
0: will this year because people will be traveling and they weren't last year so.
1: I think masks still help, though.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, there. I saw a headline. It was trending on Twitter because I always like to check right before we go on. And it mm-hmm. was something from Toronto, uh, whatever their their newspaper is. There. Ah, uh, you can't trust the Canadians. Man, I know, right? It's <laughs> misinformation. So they were saying <laughs> like uh, masks are your last line of defense because and it felt like it was a negative headline because uh, as countries more and more turn um, what's basically said like it's uh, turned to the individual to take care of themselves. And I'm like right right
1: well shouldn't the individual take care of themselves yeah i I would
0: think so like start there right and then maybe if everyone's doing that then like take that seems like a good plan a yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) oh plan a is don't disassemble your pandemic response team
1: oh okay that's that's awesome maybe that's like plan 1a yeah uh
0: uh, speaking of things with the letter a that's the best segue i got alan austria good day mate Reinstituted a Wait, lockdown. That's different.
1: That's Australia. Yeah,
0: I know. It's a dumb and dumber joke. So Austria, <laughs> the one in in Europe, reinstituted right. a lockdown for unvaccinated people this week as the nation and much of Europe experienced a sharp increase in cases. So, uh, yeah, maybe that maybe that is an indicator for what we will see shortly. Um,
1: I want to say Austria is at like 75% um, vaccinated, which is relatively low for most European countries. This lockdown is pretty intense. Like uh, it is very limiting Uh, and they're using police to enforce it, which is. Well, you love the
0: the Austrians do love their authority. This is true. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Um, So I I kind of have a little theory that that we'll just have to see it play out. I, I think that, People kind of scoffed at taking the vaccine as it went into spring, into summer, summer, into fall. But I think as we're going fall into winter, we're going to see a lot of people be like, okay, you know what? I don't really want that horrible fucking cold. It doesn't really matter that much to me. I just didn't think I'd get a fucking cold in the summer. I'm not lying. I think that's what's going to happen. I think you'll see a big spike in— Vaccination rates? —amongst the eligible that still haven't done it. That are hesitant. Which is a fucking high percentage right now, by the way. Like A lot of people have been vaccinated that are eligible.
1: Yeah, I also want to point out too that the you know the OSHA vaccine mandates are still being litigated, but a lot of That's major cor- corporations are already considering sort of implementation of this because if you have an organization with, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 people working you for just you. You need
0: to get the ball rolling. You can't like wait up. You can't on court. Wait it's till not December like the, yeah. fifth yeah. to to start and then find this out that that's when you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But that's so, the language that the appeals court held it up with. They're like if this is an emergency, you would say do this now. You're saying this is an emergency, come back to me in 2 months, which I get they're probably being a little shitty when they say that, but they're not wrong.
1: Yeah, but I I I think that just the fact that corporations are beginning to do that will also have its own impact. Like, yeah, I agree. Also, you know, which is
0: what will... we'd prefer, right? Yes,
1: definitely. yeah definitely. Okay. definitely.
0: All right. All right. Uh, which it does present its own problems. By the way, I'm not completely okay with corporations and them controlling the decisions they make. But I, I have freedom of action, or what is it like? I can I can I have freedom of movement. I can go associate with somebody else with my government. I don't have that choice. So, okay. Um, speaking of appeals courts, our January sixth segment. A federal appeals court temporarily blocked the release of White House records to the House committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack, pending an appeal by former President Trump. The documents were otherwise set to be released today. Um, they, they moved that date to the end of the month on November 30th. That's when mm-hmm. the appeals court's going to hear it. Right. Um, the, this I, this got goes a couple back thoughts to that. Yeah. What are you going to say?
1: This goes back to that whole thing about executive privilege. Mm-hmm. wherein This is Trump hilarious. Is, yeah, let's, let's right. summarize it. <laughs> Trump is is claiming privilege that, you know, that no, we, I don't want to release these documents because I have executive privilege. And Biden, who is the current sitting president, is like, no, I, I'm fine with it. And so precedent has been that if that... Precedent. Precedent has been that a former sitting president, if they choose to claim uh, executive privilege, uh, Executive. Why have I lose that word? Executive. Yeah, privilege. Privilege that the current sitting president has to agree with them in order for that to work, which is sort of an odd way for for that to work <laughs> if you think about it. Because like, okay, well then, oftentimes you're gonna have the opposing party in power after you. So that's yeah, that's not, not gonna happen. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like uh, uh,
0: if four cars come to an intersection at the same time, the person on the right has the right of way. It's like oh. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. (laughs) Who's right? Like, how do we work this out? Uh, Yeah. yeah. Well, kind of along those notes or along those lines, the the district judge to that that request said uh, presidents are not kings and Mm. a plaintiff is not president.
1: I actually thought that was pretty well said. Yeah. Um,
0: You can't just claim executive privilege forever. Like the whole point of, I mean, that's. That's why you don't do things that once you're not the executive, you'll not want to have to answer to. It's right. just you have the privilege of not disclosing it while you are in office because you have ongoing operations, things going on that, you know, since we trusted you or we put trust in you. you Gave you the power. And you show us that you are trustworthy by not having to keep it a secret after you're out of office. Yeah. This seems this, like why a do we have to explain rail. this? Oh, because it's corruption. Never mind. They know.
1: <laughs> it seems like a guardrail that makes sense. Yeah. And I, th- I think he, that was very well stated by that judge.
0: Yeah. I thought you said by me. I was going to say. Oh, Thank you, you too. Thank you. That you right too. Yeah. Um, so the National Archives, which holds the documents, says they include call logs, handwritten notes, and a draft executive order on election integrity.
1: When I think of handwritten notes by Trump, I just <sighs> I recall the scene in a Big Lebowski where <laughs> he's at that porn <laughs> the, the porn director's uh-huh. house and he like the guy goes picks up the phone gets a message and he scribbles something on a notepad and pulls it off and he goes and like <laughs> sees what it is it's just a guy like jerking off <laughs> uh, i just i these imagine are the all of notes yeah all yeah. of trump's notes just have a guy like jerking <laughs> off in just the corner a little doodle yeah and like this guy's an asshole <laughs> fuck this guy i don't know well that's what i see in my head uh,
0: yeah i i i'm right there with you I, yeah, it's yeah, some version of that, or crayon. Jackie Treehorn. Yeah, I mean, it's yes, like pencil at best, though, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, probably crayola is involved yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, a federal grand jury indicted former Trump aide, which brings us to this week: Steve Bannon oh, yes. on two counts of contempt of Congress for defying a subpoena from the House Select Committee investigating January 6th Capitol attack. Uh, former chief of staff Mark Meadows also declined to respond. No charges have been brought to him yet. So you were going to tell me before we started recording that something, because I know that going in, there was like a media swarm around Bannon, Bannon, and uh, he didn't really do like a perp walk. He he was kind of allowed to go broadcast, basically.
1: Well, Uh, Bannon's never met a camera he didn't like. But it was still odd
0: that there was so much media there. Uh, I don't
1: think that's all that surprising but but the fact that they allowed him to basically have a press conference that's what I'm trying to say yeah Yeah. it was a bit much but (laughs) he said
0: the manner of the media was there
1: right he said he said this is going to be the misdemeanor from hell essentially implying that they're going to regret you know indicting him on these charges he said they're going to go on the offensive uh, and that people should stand by
0: isn't that what he's literally what does he mean by stand by
1: I don't, I don't know.
0: Didn't the president use those? What was that from? Yeah. The proud boys. Right. Stand, stand yeah. by. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> so you, that was intentional. I think so. I was going to say something before that. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, those words. What? Yeah. Uh, what, what was I saying before that? Uh, I have to go back and rewind this. I don't I can't, I can't do that in live TV. <laughs> this is live TV, Alan. I know. Uh, we can't just rewind shit. The, give me a second. Okay.
1: Can I keep talking, or yes. will that district Okay. Uh, so I think Mark Meadows probably has more of a leg to stand on in that he was actually working for the administration. For, you know,
0: they Bannon accused looks- Bannon of conducting a war room the day. Like that's those are the quotes that they found alarming. The name of his podcast is The War Room. <laughs> this is true. I, uh, I don't true. know if that's gonna be the case, but I've just played tape on the la- yesterday's show about how dumb prosecutors can be. Like mm. how much do you want to bet that 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 the the case they brought to the FISA court or whatever they did was you know, if look, he does this thing called the war room
1: uh no, I don't I actually think that it's pretty likely that there was a quote unquote. that's what war. I was gonna say,
0: isn't that what he was accused of doing like when he just said like as at the press conference where he where he just like did did his like we're gonna get him basically, they're gonna wish right. him like that isn't that what he's accused of doing? On January sixth, yes,
1: I guess to a certain extent, yeah,
0: okay,
1: I mean January sixth obviously had consequences, you yeah know, that, that were immediate, um but there are there are now various members of Trump's former staff who appear to be cooperating with the committee mm. who had very front row seats to some of this stuff um who potentially were there with trump as he observed all the things that were going on the january 6th um and can speak to sort of his mental state and the things he said which would be very interesting to hear um so yeah i do think that things are starting to turn over here and, and we are going to see some movement in this this case
0: do you want to do this next one
1: yes all right president biden and chinese president xi jinping held Nailed a virtual <laughs> virtual summit monday in the pair's most significant face-to-face engagement since Biden took office in jan- January, so yeah, this is um. We've described it on the show, I think, as sort of a almost feels like a developing Cold War between China and the U.S. Over what's that? Past-
0: and w- what's that thing called where uh, a rising power meets a uh, Thucydian trap? Is that what that? Am I, am I saying that right? Let's look Thuc- this up.
1: Thucydides trap.
0: Okay hold up Huh? i gotta look this up all All right right. this is real important gotta find out more about it classic oh there it is uh yeah yeah so it's anytime there's a rising power and an existing power uh, as the rising power approaches it always leads to war of some type yeah
1: yeah so yeah, this was this felt like a, a good development considering everything that we've been hearing up to this point. All right, so the discussion comes days after the Chinese Communist Party issued a resolution that in part elevated Xi to a status alongside party founder Mao Zedong and its modern architect, Deng Xiaoping. Um, we kind of talked about this last week, I believe, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yep. Basically elevating him to the status of chairman, which is like, you know, he's a, now... Emperor emperor lifelong leader essentially yeah. um the meeting also comes at a time of increased tensions between the two as we've documented notable issues include china's increasingly aggressive stance toward taiwan uh which we've definitely talked yeah. about that yeah. accusations of genocide against uh china uh, ooh, I tried the uyghurs. To, against the uyghurs and then mutual tariffs on a range of products and services from either country increasing Chinese militarization and more.
0: Just today, their economy surpassed the U.S.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. It is interesting to me, some of the the sort of Trump era things that were put in place that the Biden administration still hasn't taken out to to wit the tariffs, um, which which still exist. I, I would have thought that those would have been negotiated down pretty quickly, but that hasn't even been close to the case. No,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's been pretty disappointing on a lot of fronts. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, that, yeah that's why um, Let's Go Brandon was so uni- uniting. That's why that reporter was wrong. <laughs> it is He is a uniter. Everyone's just, just pretty much either meh or, or mad at him.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at polling, it's not good. Yeah. Uh, people are concerned about the economy with inflation rising, you know. The economy is stupid. Everybody knows that.
0: Um, The economy is stupid. The famous James Carville quote. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It also remains unclear whether the Biden administration will move to restrict participation in the Chinese-hosted Winter Olympics. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that'll be interesting. uh, February. Yeah. that, That was like why the whole reason Tokyo really wanted to go forward with it was because they couldn't. Not do the Olympics and then like next year have China pull off. Like, what's your problem? Yeah, uh, nothing really came wasn't from it? that, huh? I mean, it wasn't was... it just in? Oh, the Summer Olympics were in China. Yeah, in, okay. in... oh, the Summer Olympics were there in oh eight. Yeah, because it started on eight eight oh eight. Because there's all the lucky eights. Ah, yeah. Uh, Belarus threatens to. I always want to say Belarus threatens <laughs> to block gas supplies to your. Doesn't it sound like? Doesn't it spell that way? It is. Okay. Uh, they threatened to block gas supplies to Europe if the EU imposes new sanctions over the migrant crisis at the Poland-Belarus border. Meanwhile, Turkey halted flights to Belarus for Syria, Yemen, and Iraqi citizens, which was the the whole charade. We kind of talked about this in passing last week, uh, but the, the process was migrants were like when downtown wants to get rid of their homeless and they bust them up to like San Francisco where they're fine with it, right? To, like that's what. Was well, they
1: essentially here. had like travel agents in these these countries that were like, "Hey, you want a new life? Like, just come try fly uh fly Belarus Air. We'll uh we'll, we'll fly you to the border of Poland, right to the border of, of the Europe, and uh, you waltz right in. And there you go. That's we're it. gonna do that for you. Uh,
0: yep." uh and that's not at all the case it's um and this is all this is all alleged to be masterminded by putin correct mm mm-hmm. mhm have... as as a way to poke at, at the
1: eu um because obviously immigration has been a huge issue for for the eu mm-hmm. for the last number of years i mean that's basically why we have brexit um among some other things um so yeah this is a, a way of poking at the eu through belarus um and and essentially what they've done is they put all these people on the border and then they put soldiers behind them so they can't retreat they're just stuck there on the border um and you know poland doesn't want to let them in that's a horrible Uh,
0: thing to do with a human
1: it's pretty fucked up yeah it's it's not a good situation and just like news alert it's it's kind of cold in belarus right now so not not the ideal humanitarian situation for people who are unhoused, stuck on a border where they can't retreat or advance. Can you imagine
0: leaving Iraq and going to Poland right now? Yeah, it'd be horrible. No, I actually no, I can't. I can't? But yeah, yeah. I can try. Um, there's also intelligence is saying that Russia's like stocked up and ready to invade Eastern Ukraine. Did you see that? I don't think I saw that directly,
1: although it almost feels like they have been for some time. Like sure. that's, I mean, yeah, they, they kind of, it feels like they kind of push forward and, and make a show of force and they back off and they push forward again. They just like, they're just, they keep poking at the defense to see yeah. where the, Oh, soft like Velociraptors. Spots might be. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> Nature a clever finds girl. a way, Dustin.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the California condors have been fucking in public uh, as girls. And making their eggs, that's not how it works. Uh, the <laughs> There's, oh, man, this is a story I wanted to talk about last week, and then it was in the news, and I was upset we didn't say it first. Uh, condors have been, two two female condors have been making babies. There, got
1: it. They they found a way to fertilize their eggs without a male But you know what?
0: They were like, at the end of the story, I don't know if you read it, at the end of the story, they're like, yeah, and the offspring that they made died at seven and age eight. And I'm like, hold on. You knew about this for seven and eight years, and now you're telling me when the fucking bird died? This isn't news. I actually
1: didn't think about that. I did that's, read that that's, part. Though, that's yeah. weird, right? So, the weird thing about that whole thing is that we've known that that exists. Like, it happens occasionally. Yeah, it's what happened However, in Jurassic Park.
0: Documentary yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park.
1: <laughs> right, right. However, typically, when it happens, it's because the females have no access to a male, right. and therefore. These they were have no females option.
0: that had mated like with males that like were. Around hundreds of them. times yeah, prior.
1: Right. <laughs> Uh, and for whatever reason, said, nah, not going to fuck him this time." Didn't do yeah. it myself. Um, and yeah, it's your point, the, the babies were viable; like they lived, they, they were, they you know, they yeah. did hatch and they lived, um,
0: but they didn't make it long. Apparently, weren't the healthiest yeah. of condors. Well, that has nothing to do with Belarus. So let's just talk about Myanmar. Um, <laughs> do you want to read it?
1: Sure. Last week, a Myanmar court sentenced U.S.
0: journalist Danny
1: Fenster to 11 years in prison in a closed-door trial, despite calls from U.S. officials for his release. Myanmar is currently under military rule following a coup in February. Uh, Then a follow-up to that story, last Friday, Myanmar freed him from jail and will allow him to leave the country just days later. Seems like there was certainly some backroom negotiations happening. Yeah, what the there. hell?
0: So they were already doing negotiations. They senten- sentenced him anyway. Do you yeah. think there was just something they were trying to leverage out by actually going through with putting him in jail?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it seems, that seems likely. I mean, Myanmar is a complete shit show
0: right now. Um, There's, you know, I Yeah, when I posted something about this, I got a lot of responses about, like, models, just just travelers getting locked in prison and just you don't hear about them anymore and they were like active instagram accounts they're just Mm -hmm. dead mute like that's
1: yeah like like we're talking like tens of thousands of people just sort of disappeared political prisoners etc um it's it's been a really rough ride since that whole coup happened and on sung tzu chi was was incarcerated
0: uh yeah, I don't have anything to spin us out of that. The new report accuses. Oh, actually, Alan, you want an uplifting story? Oh, please, we could use uh, a new report. Accused the U.S. military of covering up a 2019 airstrike in Syria that allegedly killed more than 60 civilians. Defense leaders say 16 ISIS members were killed. Oh, so it's worth it, right? Yeah,
1: not not only civilians, women and children. Um, and there's a the New York Times did a whole. Sort of a story on this where they kind of broke this open Uh, there was there was a guy who um, he was a he's a attorney that works for the um, the Air Force and it's his job to sort of review stuff like this that could potentially be a war crime and then like bump it up the chain of command to, to have it investigated and so he saw this video and immediately said well we have a problem here took it to his you know his commander and gave him all the information explained what had happened and nothing happened so he tried again a couple different outlets where he tried to have this pursued by military brass and it never seemed to get anywhere he then finally went to the IG's office for the um, Department of Defense you know the Inspector General sort of the watchdog and when he uh, gave them the information they were already working on some of this stuff where they thought that Seems like some of these drone strikes were perhaps, um, you know, uh, ill-advised. At yeah. best case scenario, well, yeah.
0: Come, come back to coming back to right where you were on that rundown. So just to explain, there was a scene, a scenario where they were like, "Okay, we're going to kill these sixteen ISIS fighters," and they're gonna be like, "Oh wait, hold on, there seems to be some civilians here." And while they're like surveying it and waiting to get approval for how they'll proceed, just an F sixteen comes through and like plows down. Everybody on them. the screen, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and
0: and so somewhere chain was, of command had overrides, right,
1: right, and so and so of course the Department of Defense is saying, well, yes, there were women and children there, but sometimes the women and children fight, you know, sometimes they pick up guns and, and shoot at people, so this was a justified uh, bombing. The, the problem is that we've been told by our government that that they're being very transparent about all of these yeah, this was
0: supposed to be the most transparent form of warfare right that, that's the way you, the neocons sold it
1: right and what the investigation found was while well, this case was probably the most egregious example there were many many cases where it seemed like you know clearly all the ducks weren't in a row and that, that, that maybe we you know there were some mistakes made with, with some of these bombings and drone strikes just
0: like the way and, we left Afghanistan
1: yeah just, just, I mean, it's, a, it's a really ugly story. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I terrible. mean, and it's this, this, this guy who, you know, saw this and was like, I have to do something about it. I Might mean, he exhausted like all these different options and just nothing came of it. Yeah. And it still seems like nothing's going oh, nothing to come
0: from it. They, they admitted that they shouldn't have made that airstrike, uh, as we left Afghanistan and they were like, yeah, but nobody did anything wrong. It's like, wait, what? Both of those things? How? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, this is this is why you don't get into these. I'm exasperated. I'm sorry. I just, I'm very anti-war. I'm, um, you know, probably to my detriment. Uh, it, 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 it's just the collateral damage. Like, and we just get to live our lives. You know, um, you, I, I watched it. You didn't see it yet, but what parts of, uh, the Bourdain documentary, Are Mm -hmm. when he was in Lebanon and there was basically oh I remember that yeah and you're like you know he's he's talking about being at the poolside while a war is taking place literally over their head just but they're safe and that's what America's been like this whole twenty years we just forget about it set it on autopilot and then we'll sit here and complain occasionally Um,
1: yeah but I mean so this this is how this is how you make a terrorist right like this is and this is how this is exactly what
0: happened in Star Wars. You roasted his parents, and then he found some old uh, Jedi—you know, some old hermit—to teach him the ways of battle and, you know, guerrilla warfare. And then he commits a terrorist act and blows up your megastructure.
1: I have to say, Dustin, I, uh, Star Wars is not where I expected that to go. But that's why I do this show. That was—that—that was, that, that
0: was wow.
1: <laughs> My mind is still recovering from that, actually.
0: Well, well then take a seat. Continue. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, uh, Democrat. Oh, Alan, here's actually the light subject. Um, oh. The Democrat Beto O'Rourke announced he will run for Texas governor in 2022 challenging Republican governor Greg Abbott. O'Rourke yes. is a former US congressman. He ran a high-profile failing campaign for president <laughs> and failing campaign for senate against Ted Cruz. How how do you think that you're going to win governor when you couldn't beat Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz is like Lindsey Graham said if you held if you what did you tell me this or what, Lindsey Graham said if you shot Ted Cruz on the floor of the Senate and held a trial in the Senate. Nobody would accuse you. (laughs) No,
1: this is true. That makes me laugh every time I hear that story. Where did I hear Uh, that? Did you tell me that? I don't know if I did or not, but I've, yeah, it's possible, but yeah, he's not the most likable guy, even in his home state, although for whatever reason he has fans. Yeah. Um, Perhaps not as many now when he decided to go to Cancun during an energy crisis in his state. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: thought you were talking about Beto. I mean, yeah, he has his fans. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Chris. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I, I, to your point, he he hasn't exactly been successful at rocking the Apple Car previously. No. He's the one that
0: skateboards? Or is that Pete Buttigieg? That's Pete, I think. Oh, okay. Because then Pete also listens to Spoon
1: and which one of them was a like really into video games was it
0: no that's Ossoff.
1: yeah, yeah okay okay yeah, yeah. all right
0: okay these millennials and their politics <laughs> uh your turn
1: a judge approved a 626 million dollar settlement over the flint michigan water crisis flint residents were exposed to lead contaminated water after the city switched its water source and failed to quickly acknowledge the problem i mean this has been ongoing for quite a while um, part of the whole infrastructure plan that, that just passed is supposed to, some of that money is supposed to go to fixing some of this stuff. Um, yeah, $626 million doesn't seem big I enough. Can't,
0: no, of course not. There's a lot of people that live in Flint. It amazes me. It amazes me that there's a lot of people that live in Flint. I lived in Detroit so I can fucking talk. Okay. Like <laughs> I, I don't, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't understand how anyone lives in Flint, Michigan, like before all this. I mean, be- you're, been, so you're I have no better off of being homeless, taking because you don't have a lot of things if you live in Flint, Michigan, you just take all the garbage that's worthwhile, put it into one bag because you live in Flint, Michigan, and like walk, walk until you live somewhere other than Flint, Michigan, preferably leave the state, but like just, I mean, Saginaw is terrible. I would still rather live in Saginaw than Flint. I I, I, just, I never I mean, when I lived there I was like why would anyone live here because you had decades of understanding that it would it was depressed and hopeless nobody like no nobody's there and they're like I think it's gonna turn around and they just they just li- continue living in Flint Michigan like I'll never understand it I'll I'll die not understanding it
1: I just want to point out to listeners that perhaps. Uh, are from Flint or, or or live in Flint that, that Dustin, is, Dustin is not representing the views of none taken podcast. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> Leave Flint. It's, it's I'm telling you whatever you're going to go through to get out of Flint, it's going to make you a better person there, and you're going to be somewhere that you want to accept the hero's journey. Let it transform you in the process and find out who you really are. Someone that doesn't live in Flint. Find your sun door. Um,
1: is there, is there a, like a city in California that might be comparable to Flint, like Bakersfield or
0: fucking I don't know. Well, I want to say Sacramento, but that's just me. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, um El Centro. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to live in El Centro. Like there's no point in living in El Centro unless you work for like a trucking company. Like it's a place to like fill up on gas and make it to San Diego. Like <laughs> And and it's actually bad judgment on your part, or you have a small tank, but like you just had Yuma like an hour ago. Just yeah, no El Centro, get out of there, go somewhere Although,
1: else. Although, as we learned, uh, bad judgment is not illegal, as we learned from the. Uh, All right, let's go with El Centro. Okay. Then. All right, moving on. Oh, it's it's your turn. Uh.
0: Oh, uh, a Connecticut a Connecticut judge ruled that Infowars host Alex Jones is liable for defamation. Tied to claims—that's turning into my Nixon—tied to claims that the <laughs> 2012 Sandy Hook school shooting was a hoax. He was found liable by default after failing to turn over his evidence. So he might not have lost, apparently, which is weird to believe, but he lost because he didn't want to turn over financial evidence, which would prove that he was making a profit off of this uh, Atlanta-didn't-never-burn conspiracy.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of people on the left. Uh, that's the origin
0: sort of... of the crisis actors thing.
1: Right. Um, there were a lot of people on the left, sort of uh, jumping up and down with glee because uh, this happened to Alex on the same day as uh, Steve Bannon. Bannon yeah, um, had his issues. I, I don't. The Bannon thing I, I, isn't isn't much to really no. celebrate. Yeah, I, this actually, he caused some real harm here. In yeah, my he did.
0: He really did.
1: And like, uh, I I think it's it's right that he be held accountable yeah. and liable for that.
0: Yeah, and especially if it's is it financially. Yes. I, okay. Yes. Well, yeah. You know what? If you made a bunch of money off that, you know what? I think that a, a party that sues you and wins that suit does deserve to get that yeah. kind of money. I uh,
1: definitely agree, agree with that.
0: Yeah. Um, and then lastly, in our uh, U.S. and news and world, uh, of oh, your turn. Do you want to say yeah. it? Can we say sure. it together? Free Britney. Yeah, free or, Britney.
1: A, a Los Angeles judge timing. ended Britney Spears. I'm sorry. Let me start over. A Los Angeles judge ended Britney Spears conservatorship on Friday after nearly 14 years under the controversial legal ag- arrangement. So good for Britney, man. Yeah.
0: I'm sure everybody's talked about that by now, but I didn't want to go a week and not mention it. So is it just because it's come up on the show a few times? You want to go get a refill? Yeah, man. Half time. Right, Cheers. Try- drive safe. You too. God bless. This is the B side of our platter sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> in the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, mighty I'm in love with you again The mountains of your so I was just on Twitter, Alan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I, I just wanted to see if we missed like any news stories while we were recording. And, um, Anything spicy? Yeah. Well, All right. the top trending story, at least on my feed, was um, a very attractive headline. Pfizer CEO's wife is alive and she did not experience COVID-19 vaccine complications. Fact checkers say. <laughs> what i don't know what that I, means that that's like that's like when buzz was on and they're like hey whatever you're looking for it's not in my sock drawer like right it's like wait <laughs> i wasn't i didn't know that is she I, you're like so is she dead like okay so she is alive i didn't think she wasn't
1: yeah i don't know why they're
0: hmm. so so when you open it up it says uh her name the wife of pfizer ceo did not die on November 10th after complications from Pfizer's cafe. This is worded so weird. So, oh,
1: is this some sort of QAnon conspiracy? Yeah, that but they're, they're trying to, debunk? but
0: they don't start off with saying like, okay, so here's the, here's the lessons. Uh, she was photographed at a gala and, uh, and was photographed with her husband at the ceremony on November 11th. So like that probably would be a good place to start and not start with, um, she, the wife of the wife of the CEO did not die on November 10th. So like, does she almost die? Like, does she almost die of complications? Like <laughs> you're really not saying this like for, that... we,
1: we have proof of life folks. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. There's a uh, newspaper. I'm certain that they must be responding to some crazy. Yeah. Commentary.
0: There was, yeah, there was something. And just assume kind
1: of... that everybody's aware of it, you know? Right. Like, it, yeah, but which... All they
0: did was bring attention to it. <laughs> so, do, right. do you guys have kids? Like, <sighs>
1: <laughs> yeah, not a great strategy. Really? No. Not at all.
0: Um, let's start off econ. So I learned about something this week. Uh, wait, wait, should we do a DAQ? Oh, we should do a Jack. Let's do a Jack. What, uh, just a trivia question. Mm. Do you want to guess the height of the tallest Buddha statue? Oh, that's interesting. It's a guess. You can do the guess.
1: Okay. Um, 36 meters. No,
0: dude. Come on. Think funnier.
1: Oh, 69 meters.
0: So think of the next one.
1: 420 30, meters. Uh, feet. <laughs> Oh, really? I thought
0: it'd be meters. Well, you know what? They have what? the metric system D- over they there. They didn't do it on purpose, Alan. So <laughs> it's, whatever it is happens to be oh, 420 feet. Got it. All right. That's hilarious. Thanks. So. <laughs> um, all right. So I learned about something this week called uh, social impact bond. Have you heard of these before? I sent something to you.
1: Yeah, I did read the, ar- the article that you sent me. I had, I was vaguely aware of them. It seemed like a, a like, very strange sort of...
0: W- what was that acronym you taught me last week? uh the social which, something score oh like a... it's uh
1: environment social and uh, corporate government so yes okay. ESG. ESG.
0: okay right uh this seems like tangent tangential to that
1: yeah i guess it's adjacent so it's essentially <laughs> what they <laughs> attempt to douchebags. do
0: douchebags well, it's not tangential it's adjacent uh <laughs> such pieces of shit <laughs> go ahead can you explain it so social impact it's... bonds
1: yeah so essentially what they attempt to do is create a financial instrument whereby people can purchase this bond and what they're doing is investing in let's give you an example all right so let's say the outcome that you want is uh, less recidivism in um, uh, inmates once they're released from prison right and you can do some funny math and come up with a an impact to the economy based on lowering recidivism rates by 10%. And you can say, well, the value of that on the economy is X amount of dollars. So then you can create this bond wherein you say uh, people can invest in this. And what we're going to do is we're going to use that money to support programs which will lower recidivism rates. And then based on that, we're going to look at what the actual outcome is. And based on the math that we did prior, we're going to say, well, then your investment created this amount of economic value. And that is the return on your investment. Is
0: that? Uh, Okay. So, yeah, you definitely nailed how I understand it to be. Um, Do you think there's any way that these can all be like chopped up and repackaged and sold? And like. Like a CDO. I I, I don't know what the fucking that is. What's a CDO?
1: A collateralized debt. Oh, obligation. yes.
0: Yeah. I didn't, I, I don't think I ever, I didn't pick up on the three letter <laughs> word with that before. Yeah. Yeah. This feels very 2080 to me. This feels like yeah. uh, something that a lot of people could sink money into because they have a lot of money and they want to see you change. I could also see a lot of good coming from it too. I could, I could see its intentions. Um, but I could also see it being a,
1: well, I, I really think that if, if you just wanted to make money, you wouldn't go anywhere near this. Right. Um, that's so a good This point. is,
0: this is clearly like a, Bill yeah. Melinda Gates fund type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Except, it, but it's trying to incentivize people to try to get a profit from it. I mean, there is some sort of profit. Motive. Yeah,
1: that's the weird part. Like, I, I feel like the people with the money and the motivation to, to do this wouldn't really care about the profit. They just want. So, 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 so maybe it's a way to uh, not so much that they want the profits, but that they want to prove the social good of their investment yeah and, and this is a way to, to like look at the
0: chalkboard that's we did that yeah you know? it's a it's a way it's a way of measuring it making it measurable right. okay that makes sense yeah um J- johnson and johnson oh man we got a whole suite of companies here okay johnson and johnson announced plans to break into two publicly traded companies separating its consumer unit like the makers of band-aids listerine tylenol probably baby powder We'll come back to that from mm. its pharmaceutical... They might want to split
1: that one off on its own entirely. Uh, no, I well,
0: I they kind of did. So we're coming back to that. Uh, okay. From its pharmaceutical and medical device unit. So, okay, yeah. So they're splitting into two companies. That's a big deal in terms of, you know, structure of a major U.S. company. Uh, what me and Alan are hinting at is, what's Johnson the, Johnson's issue with baby powder? Uh,
1: so it, there, there seems to be a causal... Relationship between uh, women's use of that baby powder and cancer in
0: the specifically uterus. the type of talc that they use. Yeah. yeah, and it was known in the industry, and uh, most companies phased it out, and they were like, "Nah, fuck it, we'll just we'll You're just litigate to to it. it. We'll just litigate yeah. it." And and so what they did was they created a division of the or, or a like a fucking spack, right? Uh, <laughs> they created a new company. They put a bunch of uh, money into that company then declared bankruptcy, right? And this was, yes. and you can do that in Texas. They created the company. This is what the NRA tried to do. You so, can do a lot of things in Texas. But the, isn't this what the NRA tried <laughs> yes. to do to get out of yes, bankruptcy? But and, they tried to do it in New York. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's why it didn't work. So this is called the Texas right. Two-Step. Uh, yeah. I've been meaning to get to that. There was kind of a story that came up this last week uh, or the week before, and then it blew up a little bit more in the meantime. So I'm happy that Johnson Johnson came up in the news. But in other company news, Toshiba announced they're going to split into three companies that will focus on <laughs> infrastructure, semiconductors, and devices. So I I guess I didn't realize how big Toshiba must be in Japan. Uh, but they they're like they're the huge GE. in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, they're big in Japan. Yeah, I get it. Uh <laughs> fellow conglomerate General Electric made a similar announcement last week that we agreed was too boring to talk about, but it does fit <laughs> in this context.
1: So my my I guess my main question is so if you split Johnson and Johnson into two companies, Don't. what do you
0: call them? Johnson. What, like <laughs> one's Johnson and the other's Johnson. I hate you oh god okay move on you got the next one and it's got a lot of bullet points so huh
1: all right uh the consumer price index commonly known as the cpi CPI. we're big on acronyms over here none taken um increased 6.2 percent in october compared to a year ago above economics expectations of 5.9 percent. so that's not a huge bump but still significant and marking the highest annual rate of inflation since 1990 um that's so, when it's
0: the economy stupid was quoted that's when that came from yeah when it was yeah,
1: uh, ballpark yeah um so as said as said inflation saw its sharpest jump in more than 30 years in october um it also marked the fifth straight month inflation rose year over year by at least five percent uh the metric is a proxy for purchasing power
0: yeah right because like the, the the it doesn't include food prices
1: so there's there's the core inflation rate and then the, the CPI, which yeah they how they, do they
0: say that's purchase power then? Like, doesn't gas and food count? Or do they no, take that no. out of purchase power? Like, I don't I don't understand that.
1: So CPI does include all that. The core consumer price index oh. removes food and energy prices, so that's the one they they tend to say is more stable because if you remove gas and food, uh, it seems to kind of not move as much uh-huh. but even if you do that it still rose at 4.6 percent okay whereas and and the, the feds target is two percent so it's okay. more than double the the target and we talked about inflation on the show a year ago and it was around two percent and there were concerns about it uh because of some of you know pandemic induced supply chain issues which we've talked about it at length um and and the i guess the thing that <clears throat> the thing that's surprising is just that I think most people or, or most economists, most pundits that talk about this stuff on the news seem to expect that we would be done with most of that stuff by now. Uh, you know, we're you know a year and a half, almost two years into this at this point. And it's still, it's still a problem. I mean, drive by your local car dealership and see how many cars are on the lot. Like, it's clearly there's still an issue. Um, we haven't recovered as quickly as expected of so that in part is due to, you know, we're still dealing with this virus, you know, more than we expected to. Um, but there's other, you know, mitigating factors as well that are, that are impacting this. Uh, who knows how long it's going to take to get back to normal. It, oh, and normal, what's normal, normal going to mean,
0: right? Like, like yeah. when you <clears throat> take apart an economy in the manner that we did, it doesn't yeah. get put back together in the same fashion that it was originally. Like, it will get put back together, but, you know... B- the, the way that people interact with work, the way they interfa- interface with work, Jesus Christ, Zoom from the office is going to be a fucking problem. Like, you're going to have to go to the office and then Zoom, just because it's extant and part of our life now. Um, right. You know, and, and, and our attitude towards time and what we choose to do with our time. Um, yeah, it's not going to be the same thing once it gets put back together. Well,
1: I mean, that's why we see all these labor shortages, mm-hmm. even though, you know, there there are workers out there. They just don't want those jobs for that pay uh, for those working conditions. Like, or, you know, people took a second look and were like, wait, why the fuck was I doing that for yeah. 40 hours a week or 60 hours a week for this barely subsistence existence? You yeah. Know, like,
0: yeah. Uh, <clears throat> can we get into our check? Check. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Tech. You did it ag- Oops, you did it again. Tech like, chunk. Just like Brittany.
0: That's so hard for me to say. Tech chunk. I got it. Um, hackers Damn successfully man. break into the FBI's email system. Oh, this is hilarious. Hackers hackers successfully break into the FBI's email system, send thousands of fake emails claiming the recip, uh, the recipients <laughs> were the victims of a cyber attack.
1: I I mean, that's funny. I just don't really have anything else to say about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. It's its own it's joke. It's f- yeah. just funny. Yeah. Yeah, some of these are just
0: <laughs> headlines. You want to go? <laughs> uh, <clears throat>
1: Facebook parent Meta announced it will remove ad targeting based on sensitive categories including race, religion, and political affiliation.
0: So that means, like on Facebook, right? Like I don't have to keep doing that math whenever I see Facebook parent Meta. Like a a cross across platform platform, or are they saying in the metaverse?
1: So if Meta is saying it, it would it would seem that it would apply to all platforms: Facebook, Instagram, Uh, WhatsApp, WhatsApp, etc. I mean I guess my question is okay they're saying that how do we know like we can't see any of these algorithms oh, right. like like
0: Well they'll just do the cohort thing that Google talks about right where you get it through your association and it's kind of estimated at you. You know right. what man I um I bought YouTube TV so I could watch football and oh, yeah. I've been watching a lot of TV commercials and holy shit they waste a lot of money advertising ads to the wrong people all the time. <laughs>
1: I, I like how YouTube TV has oftentimes will have just a spot saying, this is a commercial break yeah. and we're going to come back. Yeah, Like they don't have enough ads to just stick one in there. Know, like you think, it, think...
0: Yeah, Google could. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's weird to me that they don't. Yeah, But how are you liking the YouTube TV though? Um, it's I fine.
0: I'm love. YouTube I mean, TV. I'm going to cancel it after football, <laughs> football season. Over. I only got it for football. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've had it for like two years now. I it, It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but I it's watch, good. you know, I watch a lot of news. I watch a lot of sports. So it's, it's useful. I just got
0: so accustomed to not having it and just, you know, figuring out streams for what I need. Sure. But I, yeah, it it's, I mean, it's exactly what I wanted to watch football. It has every game I wanted to watch. So, yeah, NASA delayed. Oh, NASA delayed its return to the moon to 2025 by one year. So they were going to go to the moon in 2024. Uh, All this stuff between the lawsuit um, between um, SpaceX and blue origin, delayed them by seven months so they just said round that up to a year we're going to do the moon we're going to be on the moon 2025 um first of all I think we I, I, Alan I need to give us credit for the way we talked about that story because everybody I heard talk about this was like Jeff Bezos was like well I wanted you promised me the bit it's like that's not how it worked they promised two yeah. people they gave it to yeah. one he had a legitimate case and like he took it as far as anybody that has billions invested in this shit would take it Like it's <laughs> okay but whatever Um, I, I hate standing for him I do this all the fucking time I just like space exploration and I'm happy that private companies are doing it okay it
1: is pretty cool i mean we talked about the uh that the whole space station story earlier i mean the fact that there is a private company's rocket up there that
0: that's that wild right
1: that's, yeah that's pretty wild <laughs> it's pretty wild and they're
0: just like uh yeah if we could join in on the chat uh we definitely will join you if our ship blows up that's basically what they said by the way <laughs> go back yeah. and listen in to last night's show or yesterday's show if you uh, are unfamiliar with what we're talking about so so we're gonna go to the moon by 2025 Something tells me I, this is going to be hilarious if I'm right. So write this down in the book if we have a prediction sheet. Um, as soon as we orbit and get on the backside of the moon or the dark side of the moon, mm. there's just going to be a f-
1: Floyd's just going to play on every channel. F-
0: yeah. F- playing on the loudspeaker from a fully functional Chinese base. They're just going to be like, oh, <laughs> oh, you got us. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would that surprise you at all? That would be like. I'm- I like it. Yeah, I mean that would like be it. as surprising as Sputnik. So it's like clearly in the realm of possibility. Uh, it's out
1: there somewhere. Down the in, in some in some alternate universe, whether it's ours or another one, it, it's clearly that it's yeah. A possibility. Yeah.
0: Do you want to do this in other? So let's talk about this in other news we might want to get to.
1: Yeah. So the Intercept had an article last week. Uh, the headline was "The Main Driver of Inflation Is a Murderous Maniac in Riyadh." Essentially, what they are alleging within the article is that uh, the Trump administration had very close ties with with MBS, Mohammed bin Sal- Salman, um, who's the crown prince of Saudi. They touched Arabia. that orb
0: together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah, touch orbs and, with someone, you you're getting close.
1: Well, and, and by all accounts, Kushner and MBS were pretty tight. Like, uh, like they they were they were you know. They were definitely on the uh, top 10 list on each other's MySpace page. Um, <laughs> eight. Oh, top eight. My bad. Anyways, um, and, and so as a result, the Trump administration was able to sort of make overtures toward the Saudis to, to keep oil prices down. Right. By, and by and increase.
0: he could tweet at OPEC and they'd listen to him.
1: Right. So they, you know, increase production that keep oil prices down, which in turn you know keeps gas prices down. The Biden administration has had a very sort of, different stance towards this you know the the saudis uh you know
0: they didn't touch orbs
1: they (laughs) they didn't touch orbs uh hunter and and mbs you know travel in different circles clearly um so you know
0: (laughs) yeah they don't they frown on (laughs) drug use in that country
1: (laughs) right right uh and so as a result you know the, you know, especially because of uh, of what happened with uh, Jamal Khashoggi, um, the Biden administration has been very sort of critical of of MBS and uh, the Saudis. And so when the Biden administration asks them to increase production of oil, they don't. and so as a result, we have higher oil prices and higher gas prices, and we have, uh, let's go, Brandon Chance, perhaps as a result of in, that. In
0: that article, there's a quote uh, by uh, a senior Senate aide that is not authorized to speak on the record. said, mm-hmm. the United States, through our own policies, has essentially empowered MBS to impose economic sanctions on us. Mm-hmm. So is this a result of political part- parties? Like, do political parties give a backdoor access Hey, for, um, you know, <laughs> people to create relationships with foreign leaders. And then when there's party tension like this, they attempt to, you know, pull leverage on one side versus the other. Cause that, that, I mean, that's, that's what Russiagate was accused, uh, an accusation of. That's what this is clearly. Um, I mean, is it just another I- thing to chalk up underneath why we shouldn't have parties? I guess that was kind of a low hanging fruit. huh? <laughs>
1: Uh, well, first of all, I would like to say that, that uh, unauthorized-to-speak Senate aides are my favorite Senate aides. Yeah, I know. It
0: reminds me of, like, yeah, Hunter Thompson would always rail against um, people that would cite shit like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess part of me wants to say that... And, and maybe this is idealistic and untrue, and maybe people could prove me wrong here. But So this is my this is my idealistic version is that um, prior to the Trump administration, there was some sort of like um, there felt like there was some continuity uh, between uh, presidential administrations from, yeah, you know, and um, even regardless of party, right? Like, well,
0: yeah, I mean, but there, there was no charges pressed against no war crimes against the Bush administration. I mean, that's as, as clear as an example as you need. And that was just, one transition before
1: right but so but there was continuity also somewhat in, in a little bit in foreign policy obviously there were differences but there was some sort of like we're the u.s and this is what we represent
0: and this yep. is yeah our, that's not necessarily a good thing in some ways but i follow you. sure
1: okay so you know the so then trump comes into power and blows up all of those sort of norms right and so um isn't that th-
0: called like unilateral foreign policy He kind of blew that well he 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 he, he said he would blow that apart
1: Uh, okay
0: i interrupted you
1: no that, that maybe yeah but so but my point was just that so that there had always been this sort of continuity of administration to administration sort of having the same sort of attitude to most of the most of the actors on stage including the saudis um and that that changed after 2016 and so now we have this sort of up and down relationship with other world actors wherein they don't know if we're going to be in the Paris Climate Accord in four years or, you know, if we're going to support a certain regime or not. If if we're going to <clears throat> agree to protect our allies in NATO or Taiwan, like, you know, we said that now, maybe we said that before and we, we did it before, but who's to say we're going to do it in four years? I, I mean, I don't know. Would I trust us? I don't don't think so.
0: It really does feel like when you're riding a bike downhill and you start to get a little bit of speed wobbles. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is just what it looks like as countries get a little too big for their britches.
1: A skateboard's even worse. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what? Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, I have a helmet on. I can just slide this out on bike. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, reckless driving, the Mm. Washington Post article new technology mandates in infrastructure bill could significantly cut drunk driving deaths well that's a positive note let's read further Congress ordered safety regulators to require that new cars have systems to detect if someone has been drinking holy fuck Alan
1: (laughs) I did hear about this I don't know a lot Uh, uh, yeah that definitely wasn't on the uh, one of the bullet Alan we're building back better (laughs) (laughs) describing the infrastructure bill.
0: That sounds like infrastructure to me. Hmm.
1: Well, so they're they're connecting roads with, I I don't know. I can't even draw the line. I don't don't even, I I can't, I don't, I
0: don't know. Yeah, I, I, I love the way that the Washington Post finesses it. New technology mandate and infrastructure bill could significantly cut drinking and driving deaths by imposing into your life with the government and like, I'm all about safety. I get it. I just like, that's just, that's an imposition. Like, I mean that, that the natural state of the vehicle does not have that layer in between you operating it. Right. So that's put there by a third party. And that's annoying. Like if it's your parents and you're a kid, you'd be annoyed by it. And you'd say, gosh, I guess they know what's best for me. I don't feel that way in relationship to my government. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I also am
0: an adult. I don't <laughs> wish to be treated like this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it puts you in a weird place because it's like, well, I I don't want to defend people, you know.
0: Well, right, but like every time I ne- I go and use my car, do I have to be reminded that I am controlled by my government? I I get it, mm-hmm. like that's an exaggeration, blah blah blah, hyperbole. <laughs> Like it's not wrong, also though. Like I have to just another aspect of my life that has to have a reminder that the government has power over me. That's unpleasant. And if people are, if certain percentage of the population is fine with that, I understand. Like over a um, the, you know, the, you'll you'll have a a range of people, and I don't fall into the range that's just totally fine with that. That really bugs bothers me. You're chafing at
1: the at the collar at yeah, the uh, don't like yeah. yeah. I, I get it. I don't you don't I don't like the way it feels. Yeah, I understand.
0: Yeah yeah let me go drink and drive <laughs> I'm joking it's not funny oh uh, um, yeah so let's get into well let's get into what we watched this last week what has been in your media diet alan have you had time for movies
1: so i i forced myself to watch a movie like i really did i was like i didn't particularly want i watched a lot of twitch last week because Twitch is like good for me to sort of uh just kind of zone out Passively. and relax I don't have to like pay that much attention you know right um whereas a movie I try to pay attention and yeah. follow the plot right so I pulled up the Netflix machine yeah. and there I saw you sell them yeah yeah uh, the harder they fall
0: which have you did you watch this already no I saw the trailer for it um I mean I like okay. westerns
1: yeah so this is a western I guess oh. it, technically. No, it is. It is. But it is very I would I would compare it to like a Tarantino film. Okay. It's very like it's trying um, to be one. Yeah, but it doesn't like it's not bad at it. It's not oh, just okay. a care. Okay. It's not just like a like trying to be a Tarantino. It just feels like that okay. sort of vibe. Like the violence is very sort of exaggerated and stylized. Um the the camera angles, the dialogue
0: like a lot it, of wide shots.
1: Some wide shots, yeah, and also some of the west, like western shots, where you see shots. like, yeah, you see like the big, huge plateau, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some of that, but also there's some different
0: sort of shots that aren't
1: familiar necessarily, okay. to like a western. Okay. Is um, that
0: kind of what it has going for it, or is the acting good? Is the story good? The acting is good. Uh,
1: Idris Elba's in it. Uh, Delroy Lin- Lindo is in it. Lindo, Lindo. I don't. Um. Know. It so. It's Netflix, so there's always like, Netflix. wait, are they? Do they have an agenda here or something like uh-huh. that? I don't know. Maybe they did. I didn't like Google it and it didn't find take out. You out of but the movie. it didn't take me out of the movie. There is a, a weird part where, and I don't think this is a spoiler. Um, they go to rob a bank uh, in a, a quote unquote white town, um, and the entire town is like white. Like the buildings right. are white. The oh. ground is white. Like the clothes it's are like, white. Like, blindingly white. Uh, like, it's pretty weird. So clearly they were trying to say something there. I'm not sure what. They were um, using but,
0: contrast, Alan. Oh, Idris Elba's black listeners, if you're unfamiliar.
1: Well, nearly the entire cast of this movie is black. I think is they know Idris Elba does. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, no, I liked Idris Elba in this movie. He's not the good guy. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, it's it's fun. Like, I felt like I was kind of watching a Quentin Tarantino. He Terrence was Stringer Bell, st- right? Uh, yes. Yes yeah right, are we sure about um, this hold on yeah no he was yeah i'm okay. pretty sure no, no was he or a avon Ab- avon oh
0: shit maybe he was no a- he wasn't avon oh he was stringer okay hold on
1: also he was like in plenty of other movies yeah it but... was um yeah
0: i i like i i i um I, as long as we're on the subject i hate stringer bell
1: just the character
0: yeah I mean, I, I like that the character exists, but I, a lot of people, that's like one of their favorite characters in that movie. I thought he was like condescending to all the, all of his cohorts.
1: Mm, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Um, So it kind of starts with a very heinous, uh, violent scene and you don't understand what it is or why that happened until the very end of the movie. And it's a pretty good story. Honestly, I enjoyed it. I I, I think it was a pretty good movie. Okay. All Um, right.
0: I'll check it out. It's long though, huh? It's over two hours. Oh,
1: dude. Yeah, I, I started again. I, I was forcing myself to watch the movie, right? So I, I turned it on and I immediately look how long it is two hours, 19 minutes. I'm yes. like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't feel that long okay. when I watched it. So, oh, oh,
0: it was very okay.
1: It's very well paced. Okay. So, nice. I mean, you know, you know yeah, well, it when it's too long, think, it's
0: but, at least nice of them to have a good pace i watched a movie on amazon called protege which was too long for me and had a bad pace so very unpleasant <laughs> zero stars uh okay. i think you would like it um there's no there's uh there's a lot of silence so okay. uh, natasha finished it she said it wasn't that bad so okay. protege on amazon it's free i watched shang chi the legend of the ten rings on the disney plus because it's free now if you have the disney plus
1: oh the marvel one
0: i gotta say i heard a lot going into this i went in with really high expectations i will admit it did not meet my expectations at all Mm. i was very bored by it it didn't have heart i think there's a few things it has going for it its cast was really really good the action scenes especially in the first hour were intense Mm. and like really well um choreographed uh and like filmed it's weird to say filmed because it's so much cgi But, um, the, the, I, it had, it had that going for it. And then it kind of dropped off and there just wasn't heart to it. Like I, I didn't feel like there was enough reason for me to be compelled about what was really happening. Um, and I don't want to spoil it, but like, uh, how do I say, how do you say,
1: well, can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So did it, did it fit in the Marvel universe? Like, yeah. did you feel like it made sense of some other things yeah, that happened? It did. And yeah, especially
0: okay. like moving forward, it exists after okay. the snap. It, uh, brings in characters from, um, the wizard one, the one with the cape. And, uh, so you know that that's the tie-in on the next Cape Man, whatever that guy's name is, <laughs> movie, um, and Cumberbatch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I, okay. I, I'll i probably go back and finish it. Like, I didn't hate it, but I just Dude, I, I really I expected more from it.
1: I haven't watched anything on Disney Plus in, like, months. Yeah, I know.
0: It's just whenever a new release ends up there or they have a series. and then... I
1: haven't watched the... Um, the... Mandalorian. <laughs> no, I watched that. The... What, what
0: if? Oh, no. Black Magic. No, the... Black Widow. Yes. That's why I said no. Black Magic. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I Alan... I did like something this week. Do tell. We watched Bond. The newest Bond was uh, cheaper than two tickets, and it's not on an IMAX screen anymore. So I was like, "Fuck it, I've got a good TV. I'll watch it at home." And nice. it was great, man. It was great, great, great. It tied everything together. Um, don't forget, this movie came out at the beginning of the pandemic, and then it didn't come out. Like it was gonna come out in like mm-hmm. April mm-hmm. of the, of twenty twenty, and um, I'm not spoiling anything but the subject matter of the plot would have been horrible to come out during a viral pandemic. Um, (laughs) Jesus. Wow. So yeah, like just like bioweapon. There is so much in this where you're like, what? (laughs) Like did James Bond predict the 2020, um, (laughs) but it ties everything up in the Daniel Craig story arc. Uh, and, um, it's, it's touching even, uh, and I'll leave it at that because I don't want to spoil it. It's really good. I recommend you see it. Um, maybe even watch right, it. we we'll it, it Watch out. it at home. Yeah. So after the fun I've been having with you over the <laughs> past few weeks with sprinkling in Ted, Ted Kaczynski quotes and having you guess. Right. Um, I've decided instead to put three quotes in at the end of the show. Two of them are by normal people, as you would say. And mm. one is Uncle Ted. Uh so Alan, Wait,
1: I would say normal people like uh,
0: you you would call is... these normal people the okay, other two, right. yeah, the other okay, two are right. like dignified quote people that we would normally have at the end of the show, and the third one is Ted Kaczynski, so okay. Alan, please read these out loud. That was a common complaint from last week that you mumbled it. You were on the spot, I don't blame you, uh, why don't you read these out loud and um guess which one is Ted Kaczynski, okay.
1: So, quote one, I am, I confess, one of those who think that choice and impulse ought to come from below and not from above, from the citizen and not from the legislator, and the opposite doctrine appears to me to tend to the destruction of liberty and human dignity. Okay, quote number two, freedom means being in control of the life and death issues of one's existence food, clothing, shelter, and defense against whatever threats there may be in one's environment. Freedom means having power, not the power to control other people, but the power to control the circumstances of one's own life. Quote three, the proper function of man is to live, not to exist. I shall not waste my days in trying to prolong them. I shall use my time. Okay, so first, my first uh, thoughts are that one and two seem more likely than three. So then I have to narrow it down. (laughs) I like
0: your process of elimination. That's what I use on multiple choice quizzes. Yeah,
1: so then I have to go between one and two. So I, I haven't read his manifesto. I've only read quotes. However, it doesn't seem to me that... Hmm. I think I think number two seems more like. Ah,
0: you got it, Alan. Did I really you got it this week? Yeah, ding ding, <laughs> nice. ding ding. Oh wait wait hold on, I got a thing for this. <laughs> good nice. job, good job. Nice. Uh, I'll have to try harder next time.
1: No, I just legislator sounded wrong. Yeah, for, yeah. For I thought say. the
0: last one was tempting for you. I, I, I I'm surprised I didn't get more credit. So that's a quote. At the end of uh, the James Bond movie, they played that. And okay. it's a reference to um, You Only Live Twice, the book, not the movie. And this okay. is deep in James Bond nerddom. And I was, I was reading it. I was like, that actually sounds like it could be a Ted Kaczynski quote. though. So I just threw it in there. <laughs> well, I'll get you one of these weeks, Gadget.
1: <laughs> you will indeed. All right. That
0: was fun. That was fun, man. Uh, Cheers. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, drive safe. And no offense. No offense, Alan. None taken. Drive safe. God bless. I'm pooping right now. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? I come without explanations or solutions. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Read the news.
1: Now this is
0: podcasting.